Welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. I am glad to be here with you again on this brutally cold January. It is January 22nd, 2020, when I'm recording this podcast. And it is, let me tell you, cold. It is brutal. And I'd had this podcast topic on my mind for a while, and I wanted to share with you guys something that probably I need to hear myself. And you know, half of my podcasts are really for me anyway. So I'm going to title this podcast, It's Going to Be Okay. And there's a great quote. I don't even know where it's from. Maybe a movie. It's all going to be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. So we all have these moments in our lives when things are just not working out well. Like things are just not going our way. We're faced with some kind of problem, an obstacle. Something is just not working out right. Sometimes you make plans and you know what they say. Life is what happens while you're out making plans. If your plans didn't work out, you go through a breakup, you end a friendship, you have an illness, something's wrong at work or at school. We all have those moments. Life continually gives us these moments where things are just not going well. But I'm here to tell you that it will be okay. Everything that you're going through right now is going to become part of your story. And you are going to be able to use that story to help other people. I'll give you I'll give you a story or something that happened to me. You know, sometimes I can't even believe it myself. I was getting ready to go off to college and you know, I'd applied to different schools and I was trying to get funding to go. And so I had to take out a student loan and things work a little bit different where I am from. There's no sort of government back loans where you as a student can just go grab a loan. Where I come from, if you want to get a student loan, you had to have some kind of collateral equal to at least what you were going to borrow. So most people who are going off to school don't have a whole lot of assets. So people are depending on relatives and everything. So my mom put up a house for me to go. So they were going to come and appraise the house, right? And the day before they were going to come appraise the house, I came home from work. At that time, I was teaching high school. I came from I came home from work and I didn't even recognize my house because in my house there's um we call it a veranda it's like a, a balcony like a lanai if you're in Hawaii but ours was made of like decorative concrete blocks and the, there were hedges in front of it and plants and everything and they were all just run over and there was a gaping hole in the veranda just bricks and blocks everywhere so somehow a delivery van was delivering goods at this there's a little shop um a little ways down the road and up a slight hill and some delivery van didn't put its brake you know its park brake correctly i guess and this thing came around the corner could you imagine it didn't even go straight down it came around the corner and ran into our house and this is the day before i'm talking about like 3 30 in the afternoon after school and they're coming at eight o'clock in the morning to appraise the house so that I can get a loan so I can go to school. I was just floored. And my mom, sweet as she could be, just looks at me and she says, don't panic. It's going to be okay. And I was like, how could you say that? What? Look at the house. It's the balcony's in pieces. The veranda is in pieces, literally. She's like, it's going to be okay. And long story short, it was a long, rough road. I ended up having to 
go to school without actually having my loan funds disbursed to me. So I was taking a huge risk that something would happen. But I went out in faith, went off to school and I borrowed some money like from my sister just to get started. And then sometime I started school in August and sometime in October, I think I finally got my funds released because of all the issues that we had. But the bottom line is when I graduated, I remember giving the story. I was speaking to someone. I was giving the story. I said, in the end, it was all okay. At the time, it was the worst thing ever. But it was okay in the end. Knowing that, armed with that, I know that when I'm faced with problems, it's going to be okay. It's hard when you're looking at it, but in the end, it's going to be okay. So it's how do you get through that, right? I've recently started reading a lot more about Stoicism and one of the ones that I found very, very good so far is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. So if you get a chance, you know, pick it up. It's a quick read and it's very good. The thing is, we're going to be faced with problems, but it's how you respond to them that's really going to dictate what happens. You can't avoid problems. You can try. I love avoiding problems. I love attempting to avoid problems. That's my MO. But in the end, you're going to have to deal with them. So the question is now, how do you approach problems in a way that can actually be productive? And one of the things I've learned through reading some of these Stoicism books is that the struggle against the obstacle, it's what's going to shift you into higher functioning because you're going to grow muscles that you would not have grown before. You're going to have to flex muscles that you didn't know you had in order to solve those problems. It's that struggle, it's that pushing against the obstacle, pushing the boulder up the hill that's going to strengthen you and make you into a better, stronger person. And of course, I'm not saying this is easy or you should go look for problems just to try to grow. But the bottom line is you're going to have these problems anyway. So why not then approach them in a way that's going to be productive? And I am just remembering this joke that I saw somewhere and I'm going to butcher it. I hope I do a decent job. This lady calls the doctor and says, doctor, my husband accidentally took some aspirin by mistake. What should I do? And the doctor says, well, give him a headache. Don't waste a good medicine. So this is what I thought about in thinking about these problems. You're going to have them anyway. Don't waste the problem. At least try to get something productive out of it. And one of the important things to do is to document and keep track of what you're doing as you're solving these problems, because you are going to be able to use that later to help yourself next time or to help somebody else. That is going to be part of your story. So don't waste your problems use your problems. And of course, that's easier said than done. So the question is, how do we actually do that? First, to try to reframe the problem in a way that can be productive. So find the good in the problem. Try to figure out what am I missing? What is it that I can look at? How can I turn this around and reframe and look at it from a different position where I can see the good in it. And there's always good in it. There's always things that can come out of what you are facing. And it's reframing it and actually maybe sitting and writing it down, documenting it somewhere for your own self so that you can find the good and see how you can actually use this problem. A second thing that you can do is find your why. I'm going through this problem, this obstacle is in front of me. What's the 
bigger why? What's the bigger picture here in what it is going to help me accomplish? And one of the biggest proponents of this kind of thinking is Viktor Frankl. He is a Holocaust survivor who authored the book Man's Search for Meaning. And this is one of the most wonderful quotes from that book. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing. The last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. If you apply it to your obstacles, yes, you have this obstacle in front of you. There's probably nothing you could do about that particular obstacle and how it, it came to you. But if you have a compelling why, if you have a compelling overarching reason to why you're doing what you're doing in reference to this problem, you are able to then push through it, find your way around because you know there's a higher purpose to this. But how, again, how do you do that? What you have to do is after reframing it, seeing why and how is apply resources to it. Whether it's time, energy, effort, learning, who do you need to talk to? What information do you need? How can you apply the resources that you have in solving this problem? But first, you have to kind of change your thinking and change your mindset around it to understand that, yes, there's nothing I can do about it. This, this is something I cannot control in that it is presented to me. I have it in front of me. Now, how can I use this to serve my higher purpose? And then what resources can I apply to make it go away or to at least handle it or deal with it or work around it? So you might not be able to remove it, but maybe you can work around it, climb over it, dig under it or somehow make it irrelevant. So that's my lesson, and it's a lesson for me too right now. Sometimes you forget some of these lessons that you've learned before until you face with another obstacle, is that it's going to be okay, but you have to handle the problem. You have to reframe your mindset, get your mind right around it, and then apply the resources to it to make it go away or become obsolete or serve you in some other capacity. And remember, everything that you go through right now, you learn, you grow, you build your new muscles, and then that becomes part of your story. And you can use that story, those lessons, to help yourself and to help others. So let's take those problems we know we're going to have. We're not going to waste them. We're going to use them. We're going to get bigger, stronger, learn from it, grow from it, and then use our story to help others. I'll see you next time. Hey there, friends. Just one more thing before you go. If you are ready to tap into your inner genius, get on my calendar for a 30-minute strategy session. Let's tap into that inner genius, connect to your purpose, and let's find the avenues for you to find meaningful work, whether that be in a corporate career or in your own business, whatever it may be. Let's chat. Callwithdrb.com. Callwithdrb.com. Talk to you soon.